What's up, ClickBay? We are back for another episode with my lovely co-host, Joe and Natasha, and we are going to get into all the craziness because I feel like Bachelor Nation was quiet for a little bit. Um, but of course, they're starting to chirp again. And, um, well, we're going to just break it all down for you. We have the Bachelor Nation breakdown as well as the clickbait of the week talking about 15 immediate turnoffs in relationships to avoid. Well, we just want to help you all out as well as I'm sure some of my little co-hosts here can take a little, a couple of tips. Is that right? Yeah. yeah and I, I, can't, I can't wait to hear your turnoffs. Oh, <laughs> too. it's going to be good. <laughs> but then we also have Jason Tardik here as our guest today. And I cannot wait to talk to him. He was in the latest episode of Bachelorette. And so we're just going to talk to him about all things. Whoa, whoa. Bachelorette, craziness, Caitlin, marriage. Are you guys ready to get started? Let's get into it. Okay, yes, cool. Let's go. Okay, so for the first Bachelor Nation breakdown, um, we have Justin Glaze, who is on Katie's current season of The Bachelorette, addresses insensitive past tweets on Bachelor Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I actually had the privilege to talk to Justin on Bachelor Happy Hour, just because I am co-hosting that right now with Becca. So mm-hmm. I would really like to get your guys' opinion in on this. But basically, um, Justin, at the age of 14... Um, was tweeting some insensitive tweets and, you know, called out certain minorities that he probably shouldn't be addressing and speaking to like that ever. So, um, but he had um, the courage to talk to us about it and really just talk about how he feels about it now. So I would love to get to know what you guys think. Well, yeah, I, um, well, I I like Justin from watching him on Mm -hmm. Katie's season. I don't know him. And I did listen to Happy Hour, so I listened to his apology, which I thought was important. Mm-hmm. I think owning up to dumb shit you did in the past um, is how to do it. And it's how you move forward and become a bigger and better person. Right. Yeah. Listen, uh, I've done a, I did a lot of dumb things when I was 14, 16, 17. Uh, and I think that's important to the context of his tweets. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like a person that would tweet that stuff now. Does it make it right? No, but it seems like he has grown. Uh, I also, you know, you could delete your tweets. Uh, I'm not saying it makes it right that you tweeted them in the first place, but right. as you get older and you become more mature and you realize you said some dumb shit before, I, why not, you know, delete them? Uh, right. I think when you go on a show like, bachelor like you should really think about everything that you have out there in the world um because it is going to represent you to an extent but i guess it's like you said the context is like when it's done it was done when he was really a child so i think he's really grown and that's the one thing that i took away from his apologies that he's really grown since then and actually the things that he's involved right now in his life completely counteract those accusations and whatnot like being very involved within the LGBT community and um, volunteering his time. And that's just like who he is now. And that's not because he's doing it because these tweets were found out and he needs to make up time and he needs to do, you know, volunteer work. It's because that's truly where his heart is. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it seems like he has changed as as a person. I think that his apology sounded sincere. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, For someone like me, I am a completely different person than I was when I was in high school and in middle school. Um, And, you know, he mentioned things like feeling like you are acting a certain way to be funny, to potentially make fun of someone else or a people in order to to fit in and i and i seen that and we all know that kids especially before the internet were very mean and the way that bullying was handled and the cool kids and the cool crowd and how certain people acted and you can't sit with us was so i think more um i think it was so much more amplified and for people who were um you know, bullied or oppressed or whatever you want to call it, they were just unseen. Whereas now with social media, um, people can have their voice and say, hey, this wasn't right or this wasn't cool. And you're seeing these awful videos go viral of people being hurt. So it's bringing and building awareness. But I do think that um, he owned it. And when we do things and we all have, like you said, Joe, have done things that we're not proud of. But um, he he owned it and he didn't say like, Oh, I was just 14. Like get over it. You know, he definitely sounded very sincere in it. And I really appreciate that. But I also think that, um, when we're kids also, even like the type of TV that we consume, the type of media, the things, even the comedians, the stuff that people would laugh at and the things that were funny back then, it's just, people are like, yeah, that's not funny actually. (laughs) Like, cause it's hurtful to people. And we didn't really have that awareness to those people who were being hurt. Um, so yeah, so I, I appreciate his apology and him owning it. I, I appreciate his apology. I also understand that, um, when people are young, um, and very impressionable when they are, you know, teenagers, it, it can be something that, um, it's just we're a product or not we are a product of our environment and uh when we know better we do better and we apologize so yeah. i appreciate it and i also i also want to clarify that i'm not saying deleting a tweet makes it right by any means but as no, you know yeah i know i know i know yeah. but i'm saying it for our audience and just oh, yeah. as you change as a person you and you realize you you said things that you don't stand by anymore right um you have that option of taking them down um but if you do i think it's a very important where he had, he owned up to it, which I think was the best thing he could have did, um, mm-hmm. and he didn't say, "Oh, I was I was 14. Who cares?" Because right. they're still out there, and he did. Even being 14, he did hurt somebody who could have been gay and 14 at the time, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know that's hard. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad to get you guys' opinion on that just because, I don't know, I think it's important for everybody to hear how we can grow, change, evolve. And, you know, I think it's also nice to have friends and loved ones that can hold you accountable, but also just like help teach you and educate you as to how you can be better. So that's yeah. really all this conversation is, you know? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay. The next thing on Bachelor Nation... <laughs> I think we need to get a little levity in this room. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Something a little more positive. I feel a little like, oh, Lord. Okay, let me drink some grapefruit juice. Vaccination gets heavy every other week. Yeah, you know, sometimes we have uh, tough subjects we have to talk about. But we got to do it. Got to do what we got to do. That's what we're doing here. I love it. Um, And I appreciate both of you guys' opinions. Okay, so 
Next up, we have Leslie Murphy details crazy 36-hour hospital stay with baby Nora. For many of you that do not know, Leslie Murphy was on Sean Lowe's season, and she was also on Bachelor Winter Games. And she is a travel blogger now, and um, a lot of people really love her. So if you need to know more about Leslie Murphy, go find her on Instagram. But she actually just had a baby not too long ago. And um, this this story like really breaks my heart, actually. Um, and this, again, is just like being more aware as a mom. And I think us talking about things that we can, you know, just making people more aware in the world of like what's going on. Um, but her baby had to go to the emergency room. Apparently it started with like an earache and then um, she started basically gasping for air. And when she went to the hospital, she was admitted to have the coop. Again, I just want to say thank you to all of the now mothers and fathers in Bachelor Nation because they are teaching us a bunch about what to expect. And um, I think it's really nice that they're shining light on the things that we can experience as parents. I think there's like a, there's a fine line, even, I mean, not that babies are puppies, but <laughs> I have a puppy. And it's like a fine line of like things of like when to actually, when do you go to the doctor? And then when do you not go to the doctor? And like, right. like oh, like, is it, how serious is this? You don't really know. And of course, with her breathing and her monitoring her breathing and like there's all these different devices with like the kids with the baby breathing that you can actually have and that's why a lot of parents also have anxiety about having their baby in another room when they're so young because so many things can just happen um so i think that you know her putting this out there and now if someone else could see her story and be like oh well my baby's breathing weird. Maybe it's this. And this is a very common thing that happens to babies. Uh, and again, like for a lot of people, I know people who have never held a baby ever. And then they have a baby. And this is the first baby that they ever had. My goddaughter's like that. Her mom never <laughs> held a baby before. So like, you know, there were so many things every, every, literally every week she went to the doctor and we're like, she's, she's doing this weird. She's doing that weird. Is she okay? Is she okay? So, you know, there's, there's people like that. And then there's the people who've had four kids and they're like, oh, they're fine. And then you realize that maybe they should have went to the doctor. So I just think overall, when people use their platform to, to speak out, and this is such a scary thing, I think. And, and I mean, she, she relayed that in this article and talked about how scary it was and I mean I know she probably thought that she was going to go to the doctor and they were going to say oh she's fine I mean she ended up there for 36 hours that's like wild <laughs> that's crazy yeah. um uh, but it's scary yeah I know I know for me like personally like I never wanted to hold a baby um for <laughs> a big portion of my life just because mm -hmm. they're so fragile and in a little i'm like look at how small this baby is i drop it he dies like <laughs> oh my yeah. god oh, I, or it doesn't die but like you can really mess up the baby and you know the you know the head isn't developed yet it's, it's just a uh it's scary it, it is it's scary and that's like one of my biggest fears of being a parent you know when you do have such when you have a baby and it starts crying it when it starts crying and you just don't know you know you don't know exactly what's wrong and because the baby can't really communicate um, yep. you freak out and then you run to the hospital. And then, like you said, Natasha, you're like, oh, should I have even went like this was a waste. But I mean, you never know. Like, you I don't know. know. I, and I'm a very uh, like I, I'm a hypochondriac and I would be paranoid. So 
Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I know I, I, it's like I, I, you know, like right now, you know, I have to take care of Joe. I have to take care of myself. I have to take care of myself. Even in paradise, I legit somebody get this medic. man as an assistant. I, I called the medic in paradise like Why? I think like seven, seven times, eight times. I had a cut on my foot. I, I my stomach was hurting me. You know, so <laughs> you know once I once I have a baby, I feel like I'm going to need um, a doctor on call. That's why I wish I had. Oh boy, a, a close friend that was a doctor because I would be. <laughs> You know, I would say actually, medical bills. Actually, thank God you don't have you a doctor as a doctor. They yeah, would literally. be really annoyed. Well, what's good? What's good about what's good about my situation is most of my friends all have had kids already, so, yes. really so you can call them one full and call away. And that's what's good about social media and and what Leslie did. You know, she's able to, you know, kind of show the whole world what's going on with her um, baby and. We can but, learn from it. But also, Joe, you have a really big family, you know? So, like, I think... Yeah, they're it, good at it, right? Yeah. I yeah. think people who have, like, big families, like, when they say it takes a village to raise a baby, it's like, you can, you know, just go down the call log and be like, okay, what? What? I feel like that's what I would do before, like, No, I personally. feel like Joe would just freak out and go straight to, like, to the, the 911. Like, help? <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is, Ma, here's my baby. I'll come back in two years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> See you in three years. Okay, moving on. And this one, this Bachelor Nation breakdown is clickbait at its finest. And I love Ooh, it honey. because I'm, we're going to spill all the tea and we're going to also clarify a lot. Um, so Victoria Paul's Bachelor in Paradise photo. So last Thursday, the entire cast's photos were released. But this past weekend, Victoria Paul put up a side-by-side photo of her wearing the exact dress, no makeup on, hair kind of... In her home. Yeah, in her home. Hair kind of just, you know, doing its own thing, not done up. And she still looks really pretty, but she kind of called... Wait, what what, what was her caption, you guys? Her caption was, what filter... What filter is this at Bachelor? Bachelor Yeah. Here's the the thing about Victoria Paul's, uh, this caption and, and the post and everything. First, first of all, I think she was clearly kidding. I don't think it was she a was. Joke. I don't was think she was out now, like trying to call out Bachelor in Paradise. But professional headshots and professional photos for television shows, for movies, for modeling, for anything—they're all edited. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how it works. Very that's the name of the game. Um, mm-hmm. And Victoria Paul, like, yeah, that's how she looks in most of her photos. To be honest, except for when she's gonna not wear makeup and dress down and make a silly face when you're hanging out at home yeah yeah of course um but i don't think she was like trying to call out bachelor for being like you're making us all look fake like i don't think that's what she was doing no people are trying to say no and honestly that's the problem with all this she was just teasing about a filter and then people just run with it well also people I, i also think that certain people and you look at the comments and stuff like that, and certain people are like, oh, this person looks like themselves. This person looks like themselves. This person, who is this? What is this? But it's like, you also have never seen any of these people in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, so that's where it's like, how do you know that they look like themselves, right? So uh, so I go back and forth with that, but she definitely, it was definitely a joke. When I saw it, I, I laughed hysterically. I thought it was very funny. Um, 
And also, but the post that she had before that about just like body image and things like that, you know, Victoria Paul comes from the pageant world and there's so much pressure to look a certain way, be a certain way, put out in on your Instagram and into the world to be a certain way, the certain perfection. I think that a lot of um, a lot of my friends that have done pageants kind of they feel that pressure. And yeah. so knowing her and knowing how she feels about that this was so funny to me and that's why it was so funny to me you know because it's like yeah like you know not the same thing with some people who can't do a instagram story without putting a filter on you know like without yeah. putting on a, you know the whatever filter you know we all get caught up in that i think when you're on your phone constantly and you're doing this and doing that and whatever so um, it was funny. A lot of people picked it up because I think the perfection that is on Instagram, Us Weekly and E! News and all these different people who ran with the story. Uh, I think the perfection that certain people have, people just want to see, I think, more sides of influencers to the mo for the most part. And that's what people always say. But then the moment you post a busted picture of yourself, people are like, What's what was you doing? Go What's happening? She going through something. She having a bad day. Somebody go check on her. What? But like, also, <laughs> right? truthfully, I think that there there is that. But then also, I feel like so many people want to find something wrong within Bachelor Nation, like find like yeah. what where's what's fake and yeah. what you're hiding. And, you know, <laughs> find something like we're being changed and manipulated and all this like crazy stuff. Like, no. It's like that those memes, like what I look at like nine PM before I go out versus like what I what I look like at two AM when I come home. Like mm -hmm. It's literally that comparison. It was yeah. nothing more than that. It was like a funny photo An comparison Instagram. as to like Versus reality. Exactly. And people just love to run with it and think like, see, I knew it. These people are so done up and fake and everything behind yeah. the scenes is fake. And, and you know, they're just, I don't know, making up yeah, these people no. to look completely different. Like, no, first of all. People love, people absolutely they love, to hate. love to hate on The Bachelor and The Bachelor. <laughs> where they're like, it. like, it's like this malicious, like, the, it was like as soon as Victoria Paul posted that, everyone's like, you see, you see how fake Bachelor see? is? It's like, it's, I it's hate like, that. it was a fucking joke, people. Like, relax. relax. You didn't like, find anything. Yeah. You're not, you're not on some hidden jail. You didn't call us out. It was a joke. Yeah, well, go. This is what I want people to do: walk down the street, go look at every movie poster, and every one of those posters, every actor or actress in that poster, every photo is edited, like every one of them. But again, how would people know that if they don't see them in real life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I look at some of these supermodels, and it's like when you go to Fashion Week, you're like, oh, what? Yeah, like <laughs> you, you know? look completely different. Yeah, well, not completely different, but there's a difference. You see a difference. And it's because every time you see someone, it's in a magazine and it's Photoshop, it's retouched, it's this, it's that, it's all those things. Well, there's lighting. So, there's the, there's you so know, lighting things. changes everything. And if you don't mm -hmm. know that already, it's go try taking a selfie by the window with the sunlight hidden at you. I swear to you, you go from a mm -hmm. eight to a 10 real damn quick. I just have to say, though, Stop getting it twisted. Okay? Yeah, there we she go. She was just That's making it. a little joke and y'all yeah. ran with it. And it went everywhere talking about Bachelor Nation, editing photos, making these people look totally different than what they are. Y y you missed the point, honey. It was actually a joke. It's 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 really not that deep. Yep. So All right. Moving on. Mm -hmm. We have the clickbait. 
clickbait of the week boom 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 and i'm really excited because guess what we're talking about turnoffs in relationships and what to avoid and um this article was a Yahoo article and they were talking about 15 immediate turnoffs in relationships. And so I'm, I'll go through some of them, but I need to know what's the first thing that comes to your mind, Joe, when mm-hmm. you hear turnoffs. First thing, what, what is it? Uh, bad breath. Oh, you gotta, so you gotta be that close to like, well, I, yeah, bad. Bre- I mean, bad breath is is a turnoff. Okay, so question. So if you're at a bar, you meet that's a the girl. first thing that came to my head. But go yes. ahead. Yes. So you're at a bar. You see a girl. You go up to her. You you know you got to get close because it's like loud and stuff, right? And you're like, yeah. hey, what are you drinking? And she turns around. She's like, I'm drinking a margarita, and you, it's just foul. You're like, I and I'm drinking. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, if it if it smells like um like margarita, like alcohol. It's understandable. No, I mean, like, it doesn't smell good. It's but if like it's like if it smells like a beer, if it smells like a beer, that's fine. If it smells like what she is consuming at the time, I don't have an issue with it. What but if she if, just went to dinner and she had fish and now she has fish oh. breath? Well, here's the thing. If we're if oh. we're going to dinner, Ouch. if, if we're, if we're going to dinner either. and before she eats the fish, her breath smells like fish, then that's a problem. And, and me as well, like, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm so a fanatic what would you do? So what would you do if a girl has bad breath? You're just like. I, I, it depends on the situation. Would you give her gum? Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay. Maybe. What about morning breath, Joe? Morning breath is understandable. We all have it. Okay. You know, there's nothing you can't you can't fight that. I just I don't know. It was the first thing that came to my head. Okay. 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 Good. Okay. Good. Turn off. Instant I get turn what off. you mean. Okay. Yeah. Tasha, what about you? What I think was I, your? I think I also have to say is bad hygiene, like all around. Like I just, oof. Yeah. Like I, I know I, you know, strive to have good hygiene. So, yes. What if a guy has dirty, like dirty, uh, like don't nails? even. T- nails like okay no what's it absolute no depending okay i'll tell you this i have dated someone that used to work with their hands so like obviously after work they have that but like would literally come home take a shower clean as nails and like they were fine sometimes it is acceptable okay yes however if you ain't working like if it's a saturday a regular day If it's a Saturday and you're at the brunch spot and you got, you and got, you got dirt something all over funky yourself. going on. Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. I agree. Yeah. And that was actually one of the um that was one of them, uh, bad hygiene. That was one of the yeah. uh things to avoid in 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 one of the turnoffs that was listed. Uh because yeah, we don't think that's cute at all. Um go ahead. And I guess what kind of falls into that category too is like how you chew. Oh, so so loud chewers is yeah. that bad hygiene or is that just like um, no? That's just like I just like I think of your mouth it's bad like, manners. Yeah, it's just like it's just okay. like also something that always bothers also bothers me when I think oh, about. Okay, so bad manners was uh, something on the list and mm-hmm. chewing loud. So my question is, I don't think you can. Well, it's harder to change someone's bad manners. Other like, what if you told someone like, "Yo, close your mouth." <laughs> like I don't know. Like you, you know what I mean? It's like Yeah, you could. Do you accept it? Like if you like someone, do you just accept it or are you just like you can't get over it? It's a turn off and I'm done. Like that's my question. Cause for me, 
I can't accept certain things and I'm just done. And other things, if I really like you, I'm like, well, I want to know why you do that. Like, don't smack your lips. Or why don't you, why don't you suggest? So why don't you be like, oh my God, were you really that hungry? Slow down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's, I mean, here's the thing. You need to be, if it's something that bothers you, 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 you're in a relationship, you need to be honest with that person or it's never going to stop. So like, I wouldn't have an issue uh, if I had a girlfriend and she was, chewing and food was getting everywhere i would be like hey listen i have a big problem right now Uh, (laughs) you know you're spitting your food in my face and if this is how the rest of this relationship's gonna go i don't foresee it going much farther than this (laughs) (laughs) i i think you just have to be honest even if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings you know it's it's just the way the way you break up with the girl because she eats pasta a little too sloppily well, here's the thing, right? Is that if, a word, I, if I was eating an ice cream cone and I was licking it and the ice cream was getting all over my shirt and everything, and the girl that Damn. I was with was like, hey, like, you're eating like Relax. slob, like, stop, like, slow down. I would say, you know what? You're, you're right. You're right. And, or I would say, yeah. like, this is who I am as a person. Don't try to change me. And, um, then, and then she has she, to decide. Then she has to decide, do I want to be with the guy that eats ice cream? like a mess the rest of my life. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you, you know, don't try to change me. This is who I am. She's trying to help you out, not to get your shirts dirty from eating ice cream. I would change if I was eating ice cream like a pig. Yeah, just okay. saying. Speaking I don't, I don't. I eat ice cream very nicely. Are you sure? Yes. It was very specific. Uncle, you want me to pull ice cream out right now? <laughs> yes, my so fridge true. is right there. <laughs> but, okay, so speaking of this, one of the things that I did want to point out, because we're talking about food, one of the things was people whose whole personality is I don't eat vegetables, I don't drink water. Like you're just unhealthy. <laughs> like, mm. some, they, and you guys know people like I know people like that who are like yeah, but yeah, who, I don't drink who, water. do you like who's who Zach runs around bragging eat. how they don't drink water or eat vegetables? That's weird. Zach doesn't eat fruit. I mean, he doesn't like run around and like make it known every single day. But like I will get like for trying to order something and there's fruit on it. He's like, I'm not touching that. Like he, he hates fruit. He doesn't eat like literally, literally. Like if there's, oh God, you guys, it's 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 a, not, it's a problem. I've <laughs> you can been see on it, board like, with it's a big problem. I've been no. on board with Zach for so many things. I know, I know. Mm. And it's the fruit, and it, literally everyone says this, and it's so funny. I mean, I've gotten used to it now at this point. But like, let's just say like there's like a cheesecake, okay? And he loves cheesecake. I love cheesecake. Say we want to splurge on a dessert. If it's a strawberry cheesecake and the strawberries are on top, he will not eat it. So I literally have to say, can you scrape the strawberries off, put it on the side, I'll eat it. And then like Zach will eat the cheesecake. Like he will not touch fruit. Ever. What about on his own? Fruit on its own, like a fruit bowl. Like no, a are you joking? One time he got, he needed like, he was on a run. He got um, a granola bowl from somewhere and they put like blueberries on it he literally picked every single blueberry out and threw it out so just so he could have the yogurt and the granola i know my boy he's a special one i will say my biggest turn off and this is i think one of the reasons why i love dating really chill men like one of the things on here was the lack of humility Mm. i cannot stand a guy who or girl really who just their head is so big or like they just like they're above this or above that yeah. or the, like that's why I'm I love chill guys because they just like oh it's cool oh it's all right <laughs> okay like they're just it's it's way more um 
it's it's just really hot when like guys are like that but just easy going yeah just easy whatever going. yeah like the guys who will just like or or people who are just really anal and like rude like that i'm like oh oh you said who no no this isn't gonna work yeah and i, I think that. it all leads into controlling and all these different like i'm rare i can't stand controlling men either so like that like all of that kind of bleeds into each other so for me if i like dating a guy and he tries and he says something that's like really arrogant i'm like huh what? <laughs> well, yeah i mean what arrogance is, arrogance is just a shitty quality when someone's yeah. really arrogant and thinks but, they're better than everyone but i know women who like yeah he did that Ooh, like, no yeah, that's too much no, 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 like no. do you know what i mean like well, it could me, come across as it could come across as confidence right and, and sure you know, absolutely you know, people and there's a thin line right yeah <laughs> I'm on Humility that thin line. Great. I mess with that thin line a lot. You do? Yeah, I'm always. I could see I'm, that. I think but I'm all you, over the place. No, but I feel like you're more sweet you, than. I think so. I think I'm sweet, like fruit. All right. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think we touched on this enough. We, uh, you know, yeah, everybody's got something that turns them off. Yeah, guys, uh, who's listening? Let us know what what your biggest turnoff is. Just yeah. what, what's mm. the first thing that comes to mind? Just it's a no for me. Yeah. First thing that comes to mind, don't think about it too much. All right. Well, you know what? It is that time. It's time for our guest. I'm very excited about this guy. He's a good friend of mine. He's from Becca's season of The Bachelor at, and he yeah. has made his, he's making his way in the financial world. And he also is engaged to Caitlin Bristow. Everyone, please welcome my good friend to the podcast, Jason Tardick. Jason, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good, Joe. How are you, man? It's been way too long. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, but I'm good. I'm chilling. Chilling, Joe, chilling, chilling. Joe's always been my guy since night one in that mansion till now. Always mm. a big Joe fan. Really? Both yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We yeah, hit Jason. It off, and then he left. He left night one. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. But we actually became uh, not bachelor friends after the show, real friends. So, I, oh, that's I, cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe, that's I, good. I agree. It's it's tough. You know what? It's tough to say that, like in all honesty. But that's 100 percent true. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So and let's, nice uh, to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you, Natasha. How are you? <laughs> Tasha, good. always good to see you. What's up? Yes. What's up? <laughs> all right. So let's talk about this past week's episode. Because we saw you there, Jason. Um, Connor was the he was the date you were on, and he went home. You want to like kind of break us break that down for us because it did look like he was going to stick around. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first of all, Connor is such a great guy, and I love that you could see that through watching the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's mm -hmm. funny, good sense of humor, great job, math teacher is like so passionate about the work he does, and he's like a musician. I mean, the guy's a full package. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, such a sweet dude. But you, I will say this: like, there, you could tell when we were there for sure. There was definitely so like Katie's great and Connor's great, but there was something off with the chemistry. Mm. You can kind of feel it. You wanted it to work. You're like, come on, like get this together. But it just, I don't know. Something was missing. And you saw, you felt that. You, I felt that. I felt now actually one funny thing before the date even started, it's in air, but we were talking a lot of like, she sat down 
uh, before she introduced who it was going to be, Katie, and she was telling us about this whoa, whoa challenge. Mm-hmm. And we, I would like, instead of uh, dropping it, I was so wildly intrigued by it. So I was like getting in the weeds. I'm like, so tell, like, how did this start? How are you going to know if they're telling the truth? Then Caitlin started asking about my whole thing. And I mean, we got in the weeds. So I was like, are they going to show this or not? <laughs> that was all before Connor. Then Connor came out. He's a great guy. That is so yeah. funny. <laughs> all right this is kind of this is you know what this is a little this is a question for everybody chemistry do you feel like chemistry could be something that happens later on in a relationship or do you think you need chemistry right off the bat mm, that's a really good question yeah i mean so my take on that is if you don't have some and you got to have some kind of initial spark like i think there's got to be something that is attracting you to the person you're talking to it could be physical chemistry it could be the way that your endless conversation it got it has there has to be that magnetic energy in some capacity mm-hmm. and i think without it it's just tough for a relationship to develop grow and honestly be sustainable do you think connor thought there was chemistry do you think like he felt it you know what I felt bad for it when like we were doing the grilling scene. Oh, well, first no. of all, when we were doing the grilling scene, first like with there, I don't know why we had so much food there and it was just yeah. four of us. And also I don't know why I put a hot dog on top of a or a hamburger on top of a hot dog. That's besides the point. <laughs> but when we were sitting there talking, like he was like just telling like spilling his heart to me of how indicated he was and how their chemistry told me night one how he thought he was gonna get the first impression rose but they they totally hit it off so like he was totally totally feeling the vibes but in my opinion something had to change after that date for him he must have picked up on it because you know we saw last night when she came to the door yeah first of all i was like freaking tearing up over here i'm like what the hell but he says like i know where this is going right away right so you had to feel that he must have known that there had to be some kind of misbalance because he was like pouring his heart out about her and how much he cared for her he's falling in love with her and i was just like oh no because i just didn't see it well, oh, I will worst. say that I will say that it was released um, this week that Connor will be on Paradise. And, yeah, so um, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, so Joe and I got to meet Connor actually, um, and he is a very nice guy. And he did open up to me at one point about how he felt about Katie, and he definitely had strong feelings for her. So it, it's it was hard. It's hard to watch the the episode and see them break up, and and even just how sweet he still was while he's getting broken up with. You know, um, really really nice guy. Jason, what are your thoughts right now on on Katie's season though? I think she's doing a, a great job. I love the vulnerability aspect of her. I love her transparency. Uh, you know, I think like the first two episodes, I was like waiting to see the Katie I got to see when we filmed. And now I think we're seeing it full force. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, been, it's been exciting. I think it's going to get even better too. What do you guys think? There's just a part, and I feel like right around this part is when things start getting a lot more serious. Like you can mm-hmm. tell it was hard for her to have that conversation with Connor. And that's when I start really loving the show. The beginning, I'm like, okay, this guy, uh, you know, it's like you that this is when the lead really gets into their feelings. Right. And I'll be like, yes, this is what we're here for. (laughs) So I'm so excited for the rest of this season because I think this is where we're going to really see more of the vulnerability more of these guys, you know, pouring their hearts out and just what the show is about and like find, and her finding 
her love journey, you know? I want to know like what your top picks are now that you, because I know you've been watching every single week and this is not your first season. You've watched a lot of seasons and you really have good insight. Um, I want to know who your top picks are for Katie. Here's my top picks for, for Katie. I think her and Greg have wild, wild chemistry. Like mm. it, it's tough. It's from the get go. They did last night. She said that he's the best kisser. So it's tough not to say Greg. Uh, I think Blake is like coming out of nowhere out of left field. He's coming and he's coming in hot. What I like about Blake's chemistry with Katie is it's quirky as all hell. I just found out actually he's a Hamilton, Ontario guy. That's right around the street from Buffalo. We're like neighbors. <laughs> so, you in Buffalo. You know, I cannot with you. We're obsessed. So, but if you could tell the guy's got it in him. He's down to earth. He's like, he's quirky as shit. He's, yeah. I don't think he's as smooth at all as, like, I'm going to put that out there. I don't think he's as smooth as Greg. <laughs> but him and, him and Katie got something that's undeniable. And then, I mean, the ad, how do you not love Andrew S. and Michael A. I like know. those guys. I, I mean, I'm ready to fall in love with the dudes uh, off watching, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I, and you can see, like, What's cool is is you can see she, her relationship has so many different aspects with so many different guys. And I yeah. don't think the strength of those relationships is the same in any one of those. So it will be interesting to see like which way she ends up like going and why. But it's been, uh, it's been fun to watch. And then the thing I'll say about Justin is like, First of all, he's got the best reactions of anybody, I think, in Bachelor history without saying any words. The best. That's for sure. The best. I, I can't, but I haven't like heard, I feel like I haven't heard him talk much. I know. <laughs> and then Franco, who did their little like, for, you know, their engagement photographer. I was like, if we could, if Frank, I don't know if you guys know, if he's up for hire, like maybe for the <laughs> wedding with Caitlin and I, be a good addition. Oh my gosh! He lives in so New York. Good. He lives down the street from me. I will ask him for you next time Does I see it, you. Yeah, give me, give us a little plug. See, like, hey, you free? <laughs> I have a job for you. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, we do want to get into that. I mean, the video, everything that you guys post on social about the engagement—it was mm-hmm. so. I know. Did you? Did Did you? Like, I just recently found out that one of my friends who got engaged, like her guy, had like carried the ring around for four months. Like, did you just know? Like, how, like. Did did you know when you wanted to do it? Like, take us through the thought process of this. I love these type of stories. Yeah, yeah and like when you, yeah, when you knew that you were ready to marry this woman. Yeah, I I knew a while ago I was ready to marry this woman. It was just that the problem is is there's so many move, many moving parts in in our lives right now. And mm-hmm. to me, the biggest part of the engagement, no matter what, wasn't the thrills or, uh, you know, the, the money or any of the stuff behind like what I would do. Right. It's more about literally her friends and family. So for so long, how can we figure this out? How can we get her family? Then I have a plan. Then COVID hits. Then what the hell are we going to do? Right. Uh, then the summer of 2020, if you remember, kind of COVID like pulled back a little bit. So yeah. I thought we had a good plan in place. And then both Boom, Dancing with the Stars hit, and then Caitlin's, and then Canada totally shut down. So the planning process was an absolute nightmare of trying to figure out what I could do. But then it got to a point like you can't let the uncontrollables control your entire life. Mm -hmm, So just had to make something work. And I was this, I was fourth in inches from being able to get this done in um, when we went to go see her parents in Mexico. We are going to see her mom for the first time in a year and a half. And then I ran into all these border issues actually bringing the ring over. And so, oh. I, I, so I had to detour the whole plan because I was going to do it in Mexico with her mom and had this whole setup. Oh, shoot. And then I realized Wait, I couldn't bring couldn't, this over. You couldn't just like bring it in your pocket like 
So if I bring it over as like my asset, it's, uh, it's like a considered an asset of mine and at the value of what the ring is, I would have to totally disclose it and then show receipts and I'm traveling with Caitlin. So how can I, and if I did do that and it got sniped, it would have been a whole person. Oh my God. Could you imagine? It'd be awful. It would be awful. So then I like, so this was, I found this out by the way, like seven days before we were traveling. So I was scrambling. I'm like, what the hell do I do? How do I make this sentimental and everything? And I was actually like, like totally like venting to my mom. Like, you gotta be shitting me. Like, finally, this is it. And, (laughs) and it got pulled. So she, my mom actually, it was a big part of helping me come up with creative. She's like, you know, you guys met on the podcast. I was like, ah, so I proposed to her on the podcast. She Mm -hmm. had no idea. And that was before the trip to Mexico. That was literally two days before. Oh my God. So it literally just winged it. You were like, you know what, skirt, I'm going to do it before. So that way she can wear it on her hand. Exactly. Because then it's hers. There's no issue there. So, and the way we got family, actually it's funny. We got her manager to tell Caitlin that it was like this, uh, that she had a big Apple sponsorship for this deal. Like a huge, so they had to have video there. So Caitlin (laughs) is like walking around, like she's like the queen thinking she's, I She's like telling me, she's like prepping me before, like, okay, you gotta be right. Like it's gotta be good. Okay. I'm just dying. And so when it all, when it all happened, it was priceless because she had no idea. And it's funny. It's like once the dust settled and everything else happened that day, she like she was like Cleo. She's like, so like, is that? Do we still have an Apple deal? Or was that like part of the deal? <laughs> That's exactly I what say, I would ask. She really can't get mad because you know she got something really good out of it all so she really can't get mad that's exactly. a really good like, that was a cool good all, job but where's apple yeah. well done and what's Were cool you? about that is that so many of my friends i talk to them like give me advice they're all like listen you're going to talk and you're going to black out. You're not going to remember anything. Yeah. So it's cool that we actually have the audio for the first time we met and the proposal, which is we like to share with our kids and stuff like that. I love yeah. that. So wait, yeah. wait. So I, I got to know, were you nervous? Did you like have that blackout bachelor moment? Like when you get out of the limo? Joe, nervous? I was shitting myself. I was, really? I was upstairs like doing laps. So I grabbed funny. a beer. I was like sipping a beer up there, freaking out. And then I, this is the funniest part. So we're supposed to have a guest come on, right? So the whole thing was like, there's a guest. And all I have to say is, Caitlin, there is no guest today. Clea, her manager tells me literally like 15 minutes before. So I actually need, we do need a podcast in the queue. So I actually need you to podcast for 30 minutes. I was like, I have to, act, like, you want me to, like, I have to propose in 30 minutes and I have to actually, you gotta be kidding me. So, I'm, the whole time, Joe, 30 minutes, like, I am you were dying out and, like, you know, just absolutely dying. And then the thing is, is when the guest came on, like, my part to remember, there is no guest. <laughs> I kind of froze. So Caitlin's like, let's bring on the guest. And I'm like, I went paralyzed. And and then she's like, Cleo, Cleo, uh, the guest can come on. And Cleo didn't know what to do because that wasn't in the script. Like, what do we do if Jason right. forgets? <laughs> and so finally, I, tried, so I was like, Caitlin, this is what I said, actually. I was like, Caitlin, Caitlin. And she's like, what? And I stand up and I had my recorder. And she yeah. thought I didn't record it. So she's like, did you not record the podcast? <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. She's like, oh, it's okay. My recording's going. Don't worry. Just sit down. Just sit down. And finally, finally, I got oh, it out. <laughs> my. I, see, I love hearing this from your perspective or like, you know, your point of view, just because 
we hear Caitlin's and like we could see it, but like knowing how nervous you were and like how it didn't it's really go so according good. to plan and knowing like how <laughs> yeah. much you were freaking out. I love it. There's something about, I don't know, knowing that guys get so nervous to get down on one knee and like actually freak out about that is so endearing. It's like my favorite part to listen to. So that was really sweet. I've yeah. never been in that situation, but I feel like I'm I sure when it happens, nervous, you'll be freaking that a nervous wreck. No yeah. matter. Yeah. No matter Joe, I, I remember you coming out of the limo of night one and you and you like having a plan and you're like, Oh, I had a small thing to do <laughs> and you told me like I the pressure got to me. I butchered it. <laughs> I could I couldn't have butchered it any worse. Like it was like whatever you do, don't talk when you get out of limo, I start blabbling. <laughs> yeah, I was it was such a mess, but um, oh, I love that. That's that's Wait, how so I do things. How how long did you have the ring before you proposed? Uh, it was, uh, it was a few months before. And you asked her parents, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Asked her parents. I, what's cool is we, I did it on a Zoom and they didn't know I was recording that. So when oh. I asked her parents, I actually have that recorded for like down the oh, road nice. and stuff. Yeah. Wait, you guys dated for how long? We dated, so January 2019 and then I proposed in uh, May, so about two years, five months or so. so and when would you say that you knew? Um, I think after probably, like, so we, the first six months was like the honeymoon bliss, everything is perfect. Of course, like you're like, this is, the per- this is the person. Yeah. And then you, we, I made the commitment to move to Nashville, so that was a huge stepping stone. Right. But probably in like full transparency that first and for anyone listening like i'm a huge advocate move in together first yeah. uh I because we learn you learn so much about your living habits yeah and there's there were so many things to work through and so like that was a roller coaster period and so yeah. with every relationship if you don't have a roller coaster period you probably just don't have the ability to communicate because if you can communicate you're never going to see eye to eye on everything right right and the question right. is like can you grow from that as one or not can you make it so that history doesn't repeat itself and you guys can move together as one and we had t- you know tons of disagreements and and arguments but the fact that one thing I noticed different than any other relationship is like I'm not good at communicating like negative feelings I'm not like if Mm. something is on my mind and it's like irritating me I'm just like a stone wall I don't want to talk about it really oh I don't want I'm just like I don't want to go like I just try to like I'm very similar you know I'm like no but if it's good feelings like you're beautiful I love you I'm good at that (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. and she was the first person I feel like ever that could sit me down and just be like tell me like what are you feeling and that's something I like need to work on and I am working on and Mm -hmm. when we had that conversation I could open up my thoughts and she was receptive to it and like literally as as a unit we were getting better and better Mm -hmm. to me I was like this is it like if I because life is more than just like you said the the romantic part or or just the physical chemistry like this is a life partner through so much think about the shit you go through in a lifetime and you need someone that like you can talk to open up and like grow as a person and that that Mm -hmm. was it for me it was a few months after we moved in together yeah Yeah. and not run away when they hear your feelings Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jason, yeah, you're, you're just great. so mature. I fucking hate it. Okay. What? <laughs> no, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I dropped you have, dimes for our listeners. Have you guys, uh, have you got, you guys got any wedding, anything, any wedding 
What the Joe? Fuck? Do you guys have any wedding plans? <laughs> yeah. I think he just glitched. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> you can blame it on Zoom these days. Uh, we're, we're like full, full out planning mode. Um, we have met with several planners. Uh, you would think getting a planner is just snap your fingers uh, and do it. But we have a lot of moving parts with it. And we actually had a really good meeting yesterday. So once we narrow in on this planner, which we actually haven't, we're almost there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be full speed of like the date and stuff like that and location and we just mm-hmm. that's our first step is, is really meeting with the planner and we've met with a ton of them that's okay. exciting that's yeah. so, so exciting but, uh, so a- my business side is like you add wedding to anything and uh, you know Kaylin's like let's do this let's do this I'm like all right we got a budget let's stay with them that shit is crazy but it'll be fun it'll be fun yeah will you be getting a Canadian citizenship I would love to in a second, I would. So I know Caitlin will, the first step will be make Caitlin a Canadian, uh, U.S. citizen. Yeah. Because uh, we will 100% reside here. Maybe have like a summer place or something like that. But we'll definitely reside here and, and raise a family in the States. But mm-hmm. if I have a chance to get a dual citizenship for Canada, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, be that'd great. be awesome. be really great. Wow. Um, this is so good. I love I love all of this. So happy. It makes me so happy. To hear I all know. The it's been fun. Do you, How, yeah. do you what do is you, it like watching okay. Caitlin um host? I mean, I've got you guys weren't expecting that, number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean we weren't expecting a, a lot of things actually. <laughs> and to, like the last uh, between her season being replayed and yeah. then to her to go on Dancing with the Stars and yeah. then to be hosting it has been just a wild, wild ride, but it is, it's so exciting to see her just like live out all her dreams, right? Winning Dancing with the Stars. That was like, I feel like that's the most excited I've been in my life. And I was just sitting there with Lo getting hammered watching her. But watching her house is like, it's a dream come true for her. And I, I like that. What's really cool is with Caitlin is like, Caitlin's Caitlin and she's her own person and she'll never like, I guess, like conform to like how she should be or should act or she should say a thing. She's always just her. And it's fun, even in like a formal hosting role where like you should be all those things. She's still like just herself. (laughs) And it's Mm -hmm. so fun to watch. Well, I know that firsthand, okay? <laughs> Although, I will say this. And t- yeah, Tasha, you know that, too. You're, you're killing it, too, Tasha. You're doing oh, such, seriously you. such a great job. It's fun. It's awesome to watch both you two who have been through it be able to talk to someone who's yes. now going through it because you're getting a different perspective. But the one thing I'll say while we're on this, if you're going to give me the platform to say it, <laughs> I think it's just absolutely like, I don't know why people think it's okay to say the shit they do on Twitter. There's so many things in this world we can control and there's so many things we can't control. Uh, Our looks and things like that are most of the things we can't control. And the way that people make comments Mm. like nasty comments about people's appearances and obviously specifically I'm referring to Caitlin, it's just, it's grotesque, it's a joke. And uh, I just don't think, I don't see why people have to do that. And the other thing is, I honestly feel like it's more like the fact that it's usually women putting other women down is just yeah. insane. Like what if, if when Chris Harrison was up there, were people talking about like Chris Harrison's looks or when a guy's no. up there, they're not, they're not like, we're, Oh, Joe, Joe, your haircut's this. Or what did you, why'd you shave? Like, I just think it's absolutely uh, ridiculous. And I don't know why people think it's okay. And people see it, people hear it and they feel it. And whether they show it or not, uh, it's, it's, it's gotta end. It's insane. To say well, anything always- about anybody. You don't know <clears throat> you don't know these people, you don't know their lives, you don't know sure. what happens behind the scenes. Your opinion is your opinion, but also like 
there's a human being behind whoever you're watching on that TV screen or behind that cell phone screen, whatever. So just watch what you say to people because you don't actually know them. And and people are such haters and Caitlin's obviously Mm -hmm. very successful and always crushing it. So people are just always, it was, we actually talked about it earlier in the episode, how it feels like people attack bachelor just like they're always trying trying to find something that bachelor's doing malicious like the victoria paul edited photo and everything and it's just like Mm -hmm. people are always trying to take other people down um and it's yeah i mean nobody wants to hear like you know somebody making fun of the way they look i mean it's it's just and it's just never stopping but hopefully um Mm -hmm. as a society we do better yeah. 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 And well and it's it's not it's definitely not okay. And also the truth is is these people who hide behind the internet, they'll see Caitlin in person and be like, Oh my god, you're so amazing, yeah. you're so beautiful, we love you and it's like you're the same per these you know what like say it to my face. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> You know <laughs> you won't <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, so like exactly. I, I she's lucky to have you and, and to have someone who loves her so much to really you know, tell her she's beautiful. Tell her yeah. that, you know, and, the, and, and your voice matters. These people on the internet, ugh, just by. But it do, yeah. like you said, it does affect you and it does hurt. You know, you're going up here to work and someone's talking about what you look like. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Exactly. It's crazy. And, and I don't think like it's like, no, I'm not playing like the victim card for her or anything. Like, no, obviously, like no. you guys said, what a great opportunity. All of us have been blessed to come on this show and, and these things have happened. So with the bad comes good. But when you see some of the bad, you're just like, oh, she's she's aged. Well, yeah, we all fucking age. Like, what do you want to do about We all age. We all die. That's inevitable. Like, yeah. Caitlin will put people on blast, which is something I'm like, I've always said, like, I don't know why you do it. But then the more I see her do it. And then to your point, Natasha, the more these people like reach out to her be like you know what i'm sorry thanks for calling me out now i'm accountable i really just wanted your attention you're like shit maybe you should put people on <laughs> yeah i i mean i definitely when i first got off the show i was like uh clap back nation okay look you want to <laughs> what i was like there but then i was like you know what like now I like Joe said, I don't subscribe to it. I, you know, sometimes you see something and I'm just like, whatever, you're clearly having a bad day. I'm done. But at first it was very, very hard not to respond and say like, excuse me, what? You don't know my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. Jason, honestly, buddy, it's always good talking to you. I can't wait to see you in the real world. We could have some beers, some shots and talk about everything we want to talk about. Anyways, um, <laughs> everything tell, we our talk about here. Yeah. <laughs> tell our listeners where they could um, follow you. Yeah, we, thanks, Joe. It's been a while, and it's good to see you guys. And nice to meet you too, Natasha. Thanks for yes, having me on. Uh, so on every social handle, I have Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, Jason underscore Tardic. I also have a podcast called Trading Secrets, where we're talking all things money and business uh, from A to Z in every industry, which is fun. And for anyone out there that's trying to, you know, trading is a big thing right now um, and trying to learn and take ownership of your finances for your independency is huge. I have uh, a trading app that has a budgeting tool and it's very educational based. It's free and we're giving 60 bucks away to any new user that joins that you can buy stocks for as little as $10. So if you have interest in that, just shoot me an email restart at jasontardic.com. And uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Jason. What's the name of the app? So the app is called Fintron. Fintron. There we go. Fintron. Put that out yeah. there. Fintron. Awesome. Down Good with that. Stuff. Guy's Thank crushing so it in much. the financial world. He's interviewed every Shark Tank judge out there, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, we bet them all on. And we got awesome. Gary V coming up. We just had Rob Deerdeck on. And that wow. guy is a 
genius. No, no, no. Yeah. He's really smart. Yeah. You're probably just one of the smarter humans I've ever spoken to in my entire life. Genius. Really? Wow. Oh That's my awesome. gosh. We'll talk over some wine. Yeah. This guy, I've, I've blown away by that guy. Wow. wow. And you would never know it with like the stuff he does. Yeah. Blown away. It's insane. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. I'm interested in that. Love yeah, that. Sure. Thank All you right. so take a much, listen. Jason. Thanks, awesome. Jason. It was yes, so guys. fun. Good Jason, to see, I'll see you. Thanks All right, for Joe, send me some of that sauce, will you? You got it, buddy. All right, guys. <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, thank you so much, listeners. And thank you so much, Jason, for coming on and talking about all of the things with us. This was such a fun episode. And we cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Yes. And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. Check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram and Batch Nation Pods on Facebook and Twitter. And share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you guys are getting into this week. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening right now. Hit the subscribe button. 